0: Tonight, Ghana's high commission building in the UK, our high commissioners' official residence, and the Ghana International Bank building are set to be sold to defray 140 million judgment debt. It is now a race against time to avert a final sale.
1: The state, at a point in time, reneged on its promise to go by the agreement. Why? Or that, I cannot explain. What Based on that it? Plane, it is the finance ministry that entered into an agreement. Because normally, Ghana is the finance ministry that, that, that pays mm. all these debts. Then, having failed to do so, then the judgment accreditor decided to execute the judgment.
0: This is Top Story with Evans Manson. top stories always brought to you by Vodafone. Government is tonight in a race against time to avert the impending sale of Ghana's High Commission building, which provides visa and other services in the UK, the High Commissioner's official residence and the Ghana International Bank building to defray $140 million dollars judgment debt. Now, Joy News can confirm the properties have now been attached, ready to be sold, leaving Ghana on the verge of losing the properties, unless the finance ministry can cough up $140 million in judgment debt awarded to oil traders Trafigura. The award arose out of a rating agreement for the installation and operational 2 power plants with Ghana, as the the tribunal found, had unlawfully terminated prior to the expiry of the contract. Now, the Deputy Attorney General, Alfred Tia tells my colleague Elton Brobe on the probe that his outfit is helpless now and counting on the finance ministry to act fast. Now, there was
1: representation from the state. His judgment was delivered in January 2021 before the current attorney general assumed office as the attorney general. And this particular case was fought or the state was represented by an extended solicitor. Mm. So that's the whole judgment against the Republic. But when, when we go to know that there was a judgment against the Republic, the AG took steps to speak to the Minister of Finance for them to liquidate the debt, because it's, it's, it's a just debt. Mm. Now, the Minister of Finance then entered into agreement with the judgment creditors as to how the state was going to pay this judgment debt of $140 million. Yes. A part of it was paid by the state at a point in time reneged on its promise to go by the agreement. Why? For that, I cannot explain. Based on reason. that explain it is the finance ministry...
0: My colleague uh, kojo nyako joins me in the studio we'll get him to give us a, a bit more as we unders- uh, begin to appreciate the gravity of this particular challenge uh, following the ruling that was delivered uh, uh, recently but also uh, relating to the real basis for the original termination which is the subject of was a subject of that court action uh, but before we get into that i want to bring in uh, papa Woswan kuma he is ghana's high commissioner to the UK, and uh, he joins us right now uh, on Zoom uh, from the UK. Uh, Thank you very much, mister Papa Papo-Husankuman, for your time here on Top Story. Thank you. Uh, We listened to the Deputy Attorney General, who obviously was very worried about where we are, and he confirms the uh, buildings have been attached. Can you confirm that from where you are?
2: Well, uh, As far as I'm aware, it's only Regina House. Which is used for commercial purposes because it's been it's uh, been rented by Ghana International Bank, two other banks, and another commercial entity. That is the one that has been attached. All other properties are diplomatic properties and covered by immunity. I hear you talk about the High Commissioner's residence. I mean that's a. Uh, It's being used for diplomatic purposes. Likewise, the other building we're talking about, the chancery, it's used for diplomatic purposes. So that, as far as I'm aware, has not been attached. But I'm sure the government uh, is taking steps to liquidate this debt. It's unfortunate that uh, we've come to this stage, uh, it appears, our financial circumstances as a country, probably. I'm not holding brief for the finance minister, but that may have constrained the finance ministry from honoring the obligation to pay the debt by installments. But I'm aware that the finance ministry is presently engaged in negotiations with lawyers for the judgment for the judgment creditor uh, to liquidate this debt.
0: And you indicate the Regina House, and that's where the Ghana International Bank is located. And as we speak, uh, it has been attached. You confirm. In reality, though, what does that mean uh, for the bank? Oh. Have you been given a time frame within which this will be sold off?
2: No, I mean, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. It's it's quite a a, a process. It's not as if uh, it, it can be done either today or tomorrow. I mean, because Regina House, for instance, it's on a lease, all right? We've leased the the, the property, all right? Even though it's for a long time, it's got about uh, five or six years to run. And uh I know there are negotiations to extend the lease we are in negotiations to extend the lease, but I can assure I can assure you and the uh, ghanaians that uh, sure the Ministry of Finance has things well in hand things well in hand. I mean they are the debtors, uh, the creditors are interested in their money. It's not going to be easy selling these properties. So, uh, it's not as if tomorrow they are going to evict, uh, the Ghana High commission and his staff from his premises or the high commissioner from his residence, or tenants in, uh, Regina house are going to be evicted. No, the charging order and no, uh, they're going to, if they're going to manage it somehow, till they recover the money. So it's just a way of pressurising government to pay the judgment debt, the which avoid- I'm sure arrangements are being made to do so.
0: For the avoidance of doubt, we still have access to the Regina building for the purposes of conducting the work of the bank.
2: We don't, I mean, the bank is a separate entity from the government of Ghana. Even though uh, the shareholders are agencies of the government and the government itself. But they have access. They are still working. Nobody has been evicted, including the other tenants in the building. I can confirm that.
0: And since you are a chief representative there in the UK, have you been briefed formally at all since this latest award was given to Attach?
2: Yes, I was, I was, I was, I was uh, briefed by the bank. I was briefed by the bank even before the, the order itself was sent to our office. And I know we forwarded it to capital the Ministry of Finance is aware. And of course I've had some discussions with some members of government about it. But the fact is that uh, we are under a serious financial strain. That is what has occasioned this unfortunate situation. You're
0: right because your original uh, judgment were were expected to pay far more than 140 million. In fact, it was in excess of 160 million. We renegotiated this and had some form of an arrangement. And then, from what we understand, we we may have actually paid a part of this, but since then we haven't
2: actually- Part was paid, part was paid, part was paid. (laughs) That much I know. We honored the payment and then uh, up to a certain stage, because of the financial crunch, I'm sure, well i don't control the finances of the country but i guess because of financial crunch we couldn't have the means i don't think that we would have deliberately overlooked this liability when you are financially challenged you prioritize payments i'm saying this because i've been a member of government and i know how tough these things are you must prioritize payments do you stop importing oil because of this debt? Do you stop paying salaries because of this debt? So, uh, understandably, I'm sure uh, it's because of these financial challenges that we ha- we, we, we are faced with the situation. But I'm certain that the Ministry of Finance is working diligently and assiduously to try and uh, get this matter settled because it's in the interest of even the judgment creditor to get a settlement of this, because executing this by attaching certain properties of the government will not let you easily, easily get your money.
0: You, you talk about we paid part of the amount. Do you know how much exactly we paid since we reached an agreement to pay this over time and reduce the amount from 163? Well, I, I,
2: I, I think the best person to answer this will be the Office of the Ministry of Finance. I don't have the records yet.
0: You've, you, you said you've spoken to some officials in, in government. How seriously do you believe this has been taking and, and what assurances have you received?
2: Please, give us. How, how serious do you think? I mean, it's embarrassing. I am embarrassed as a high commissioner. You know, I mean, for this thing to appear on the internet and everything and uh, being a subject matter of... Discussion in the media in Ghana and here, in the Ghanaian media here. So I'm certain, why? I mean, it's serious, but it's just that that's, I've told you, and I'm sure you're also aware, I mean, even for those in private business, it gets to a stage you have to prioritize payments. And when you don't have access to credit, and money is being generated, uh, you know, does not meet your obligation. You prioritize. Of course, I'm sure government could have said, okay, okay, right, we'll pay this, but uh, let's not pay some workers. (laughs) What what would you have said? So that is the situation, all right? And I'm sure as to why this contract was terminated, and. in terms of the financial liabilities, which is better. I'm sure those in charge, if you get in touch with them, they will explain to you. Because of course you know a lot about these energy contracts and the financial obligations that have been saddled with as a country. So you take certain decisions. That's why you are in government. It's so unfortunate that we have arrived at, at this stage, but uh, I'm certain that shortly this matter will be settled and will resume paying by installments as we agreed to some months ago.
0: And, and that is, I guess, where uh, many who are equal less embarrassed, as embarrassed that you will say, as you will say, well, you've been very hopeful there, but considering that we haven't done so in a while, there is a lot of skepticism that we can actually pull this off within the time.
2: Circumstances period. have changed. Circumstances have changed. All right? Circumstances have changed. When. Uh, You are in a tight corner financially. You can't lay hands on uh, any funds. Some people may refuse even to advance you, manage to do certain things. But when it comes to this stage, it's not as if uh, you are being irresponsible. You know, you are caught between the devil and the deep blue sea, a rock and a hard place. So uh, people will then appreciate that, no, genuinely, you have. A serious problem,
0: and that question resonates. Is not that we brought this on ourselves? Did we not by terminating a well, contract. I'm not
2: in a position to say so. I'm the humble representative of the people of Ghana in the United Kingdom. All right, I'm sure when you ask the relevant government officials, they will be able to explain to you that they took a decision in the best interests of the country at the time the decision was taken. For that, I can say it, because I've also had the experience of being in high echelons of government, and I know how tough these things are. And let's not forget, this is not the first time God has been put in such a situation. At various points, when I was Attorney General, we were faced with this situation, all right? But at the end of the day, I mean, uh, it's important that every action is taken to save our country from embarrassment. It, it's, not, it's not really good. I'm not very comfortable. When my colleagues ask me what is happening, I mean, I just say that, well, it's part of uh, governance and problems that we are facing as a country.
0: And you say, colleagues, I just wonder, uh, because you are chief representative there, the Ghanaian community there, have they been calling you, finding out what's happening? You see a certain concern among the community there?
2: Yes, they are very much concerned. They are very much concerned. Why not? I mean, when they read in the media, uh, particularly in social media, and this has gone viral. So I guess it's not only in Ghana. I mean, uh, I've had calls from the United States about this and so forth. And I know that, I know that uh, government takes this matter seriously, and we are dealing with it. And Evans, you are in Accra, you are in capital, you even have sources of information that I may not have. I'm sure you've you've made inquiries, and uh, you've been assured that government takes this matter seriously.
0: Papa Osankuma, thank you very much for your time here on Top
2: Story. It's a pleasure, Evans. All the best. To your
0: listeners and your viewers, thank you. you. Uh, and that's a Papa over there. He is the uh, Ghana's High Commissioner to the UK, uh, speaking to us about this very, what he says, embarrassing situation that he himself finds himself in and the country as well, where our uh, properties there uh, in the UK. He says, confirming tonight that the Ghana uh, International Bank property uh, will now has already now been attached and risk being sold. If we don't find 140 million. I want to bring in right now, uh, Dr. Kabladonko, who used to be the power minister. Uh, joins us on the line right now. Thank you, sir, for your time, uh, Dr. Kabladonko, here on Top Story. Thank you. We brought this on ourselves.
3: Absolutely. And Absolutely. That? We brought this on ourselves. Let's let's get back to the basics. The ghana power generating company which was a subsidiary of trafigura set up in ghana um, to generate power during our image emer- power emergency crisis had the cheapest tariff in terms of all the emergency plans we brought him then it came in and we exited office so uh-huh. one expected that like all the other power plants, uh, they would go ahead to generate or some arrangement will be concluded with the company. Unfortunately, the government of Ghana, contrary to expert advice, went ahead and terminated the contract. In power purchase agreements, it is important that there is always a termination clause. So even in termination, there is a But we did not even go by the process of termination in the agreement we have signed. Indeed, this, uh, the reason we gave for terminating the agreement was that they had not obtained some permits, from some energy commission permits Etc., to construct the power plant, and that they were constructing the power plant without permits. At that time, I raised the alarm that this was a very dangerous route because, under the contract, the government of Ghana was obliged to assist them to obtain all the necessary permits. It was written black and white in the contract. And therefore, we cannot turn around and use the fact that they did not have all the energy commission permits as basis for terminating the contract if you remember i raised the alarm at the time that we were putting ourselves in danger by taking that route of course uh, when governments come and they are full of power and they believe they can do anything without consequences, we it lands us where we are. They were cautioned at that time. I remember granting a series of interviews on this. Elton Brobe, your colleague, interviewed me in Parliament House, and we said, look, this is not the route. In every contract, there's a termination clause. So if for any reason we wanted to terminate, the minimum we could do was to go by the terms of the contract. That we failed to do,
0: and I have in front of me the full judgment, which also recounts some of the reasons government gave in court for the termination. It includes what government called ignominious corruption, and and this surrounds the uh, the acquisition of this Blue Ocean side, with Governor had, had argued. Uh, that the Trafigura, who is a minority shareholder, was an indirect minority shareholder in Blue Ocean Investment Limited and that this was allowed to happen and government came in and saw it and felt, well, it was a legitimate basis then to terminate the contract. I-, I wonder, when you were the power minister, did this come to your attention at all? Did you see any concern with the contract?
3: Uh, the power plant was supposed to have been located in the western region. The government of Ghana and the company at a later stage after I left office, then agreed that they should relocate to the Therma Enclave. Um, I am hearing of this corruption for the first time. If it's corruption in the acquisition of sites, well, uh, that wasn't handled by the Ministry of Energy or the or the Ministry of Power at the time, if it's the acquisition of sites. And But that was not the official reason. In the letter of termination, the wording was that they did not, they had not obtained the necessary permits, and specifically named the Energy Commission construction permits. That was what was in the letter of termination. The site acquisition and corruption-related issues may be an afterthought. But in the termination letter signed by it was more about permits, not obtaining the necessary permits. And that was why I, I, I cautioned at the time that in the contract, we had an obligation to assist the company to obtain the necessary permits. And so we couldn't turn around and use that as a basis for termination.
0: I mean, where we are now, it appears simple enough, isn't it? We simply have to find 140 million and pay or come to some understanding on on a payment plan.
3: Yes. Well, there is a need for a payment plan. But however, even after that, as a country and as a people, we must investigate why and how we came to this stage. We must. We cannot allow this to just go under the carpet as one of those things. You want people this held accountable. This is avoidable debt. Absolutely avoidable. Uh, you see, the, the use of power should not be arbitrary. The use of power should be considerate. You may not like their company. You may, for some other reasons, unknown to anyone you may not like just that the face of the company but the way you go about it must be within the confines of the law
0: and who do you hold responsible for this
3: well we must hold whoever signed the termination letter responsible first of all he owes us an explanation let me not say hold him responsible he probably may be acting or uh on upon higher directive but at least the minister for energy then signed the termination letter so we he owes it a duty to us as a people to explain why he got us into this debt
0: thank you very much and that there is dr kavanadonko who is a former power minister i want to hear from you zero five five one 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 nine nine seven